welcome to Mystic Drip. Hi, everybody. So today's going to be a little bit of a ramble. Like whenever I'm on my period, it just like everything wants to come out all at once. And to stay on track, what I normally do is I log in, lock into the topic that I want to talk about. And I write like a couple points that I don't want to forget. But there's something about spontaneous creation, right? Spontaneous creation also requires a certain degree of spontaneity from ourselves. And so um, there's this, sometimes in in the world we hear things like um, balance, like you need to have the structure and you have to have the inner works and all that stuff. Um, But above all the, the guides and guidelines and all the rules, I believe that the way that we need to operate is from inspiration. Inspiration being not a pattern, right? And so sometimes this is hard even for me to understand, and I'll do my very best to explain it, but it's when we are in patterns, whether they're good or bad, we are not in spontaneous creation, which is what the universe does. It expands, it creates, it doesn't create, it, it is continually creating, right? With knowledge, it feels like more knowledge is created. We call it discovered. Um, we find out more things about animals and about physics and about how the world works. And um, <clears throat> I feel that the, the way that the world works and energy works is spontaneous, right? There could be a... a it could be, uh, uh, I don't know, like a methodology or something. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about living in a world where you create a, rela- a reality different than the one you have right now and a reality different that has been lived or experienced with someone else, right? Which is true expansion of consciousness. If you have the same exact ex- experience as someone else, Um, then you're not necessarily adding to the topic, right, as far as adding to the consciousness, but it's the same. You're living in that consciousness. That's okay. Um, I believe that there's many times that we've been part of the current consciousness, right? Like when I think of the past and I think I'm like, oh my God, women couldn't vote. They couldn't do shit. Of course, they had to get married. That was survival. Um, And it was like the belief system. It was the consciousness of the time. And I do believe in reincarnation and I believe that we have many past lives and many past experiences. And so I believe that in this, everyone that finds himself in this lifetime has already lived many lifetimes and has lived lifetimes when they couldn't do all the things they're doing now. And I believe that living from inspiration, from spontaneous, like spontaneous living is something that um, it's kind of like the natural way to do it. But also when you get taught a different system, then going back to that feels like you're learning. But it's how we're meant to do things. So I suppose, I hope that the learning is like easier because it's kind of like that remembering kind of element, that factor of like, oh, okay, this feels good. This feels aligned. And that's the rememberings back to who you really are, right? Who you really are is your higher self. It's the higher consciousness it's higher consciousness having an individualized experience which really trips me out anyways um 
this is why I need to, when I'm on my period, need to write down, <laughs> like, wait, what am I talking about? The points that I want to address. <clears throat> okay, so what I mean by inspiration not being a pattern, I mean that the way that we think is habitual. The way that we do and operate, and most of the time, is habitual, is cyclical. Even the way we breathe is, no one breathes like fast, fast, slow, and then a little bit slower. No, everybody has a rhythm, right? So everything's like, it's a habit of how we do things. And I've heard people say like, oh, you are breathing incorrectly. There's a, there's a, a natural way to breathe. And then that getting into the practice of breathing the natural way, like through expanding your diaphragm, that actually feels really weird when you are used to breathing from another way from like your lungs, when that's not like our most natural, most effective way to use our breathing. <clears throat> so what I'm saying is that sometimes the most natural way and the easiest way do, will not feel easy at first. If you've been conditioned and trained under one system, then to change that, who feel awkward and disorienting. And so patterns are things that we do habitually. Our thoughts are habitual sometimes. Um, the things that we do, how we greet people. You know, um, the other day I read a meme that said something like, um, your receipt's in the bag. And then the response was like, you too, right? Because you're used to saying you too when people say have a nice day. So you're not consciously aware. You're not necessarily experiencing what's happening in front of you. You're going from this very habitual, like kind of robotic way of experiencing the world. And because you're not being consciously aware and present, someone talks to you, tells you something. You make an assumption about what everybody says at the end of your shopping experience. And you respond according to that. So now you're in a reality that hasn't happened, right? She didn't say, have a good day. <laughs> she said, your receipt's in the bag, but you said you too. And in your mind, you might not have realized that she didn't say, have a good day. So now you're not in the present moment. So how do you really know that you're responding to the actual reality, the actual thing that's in front of you? Um, I used to say things like, the craziest part, you know, the most difficult part about someone that is deceived is that they're deceived. Like they're at, they're, they're deceived. And when someone is so convinced, so convinced about their perspective, even if their perspective is wrong or maybe not the ideal way of living, they're convinced and that conviction creates that reality. So they're convinced they have the belief and they have so much evidence. So in one of my trainings <clears throat> that I did some, some years ago, one of the things that we talked about was that the only way that we really, really break out of that pattern, remember, we, we are naturally inclined for patterns. We can't even help them. They're subconscious. They're unconscious. So like if you wake up, here's the thing. You might sleep on the same side of the bed every night. You might sleep in the same position every night. You might shower around the same time every day you might brush your teeth not only at the same time but in the same way you see how all these things that we do on a daily basis are good because it helps us conserve energy when we're not like okay brush this way and do this this way but one of the things that um you know sometimes we're encouraged to do is to take a different route home every day to wake up on a different side of the bed every day just to start like disorienting ourselves in a way like disrupting the pattern habitualization of like civilization. How you become civilized has been through this 
this pattern. You're teaching people how to do this and they just do it and then their kids do it and everybody does it. <laughs> so um, in this training that I took, we, ta- we were talking about how inspiration, if we, if we think about that, how inspiration just comes out of nowhere. <clears throat> so you could be thinking about your negative thoughts or your positive thoughts. You could just be lost in thought and suddenly you get an idea. And we can all agree that idea feels like it originates from you because you're like, oh my God, I have an idea. Blah, you say it, but it came to you. It just, it just appeared. So inspiration comes from God. Inspiration is like, like innovation, like how you improve something, but you don't know exactly how to do that yet, right? So <clears throat> that always comes from God because we're habitual creatures. <laughs> if it wasn't for the, these um, spontaneous ideas that come into our minds from out of nowhere, we would always just do what our parents did. We would always just believe what other people did. But even in the midst of your negative belief, even in the midst of your issues, even in the midst of your problems, something sparked. And that spark was enough to give you a certain result. The other day I was thinking about this. I was like, why is it that even though I feel like, you know, 10 years ago, I was mostly a negative person. And if it's true that we are just like, you know, kind of enslaved to our patterns, like how come, how come I was still able to manifest amazing things even as like asleep as I was, right? Because it's been a process of awakening. It was like, how did I do it thinking and believing now? Like from this per- perspective that I'm in now, I'm like, if you know, if you are pure of heart and if you do this and if you do that, all of these things, you'll be able to manifest. But the reality is that I was manifesting before I was really fully embodied in those things. Yeah, my results were inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. It's like the first time that if you go to culinary school, if you the first time you bake, the first time you endeavor in something, right? You might be like, oh my God, it worked out. I did it. It's perfect. But you might be a disaster at first, right? If you, if you like have ever done pottery, you could just totally suck. Like spinning the wheel and doing all that and the mess or whatever. My daughter happens to be really great at it and she really loves it. I don't know that she would have ever thought about doing that unless like it was an elective in school that she had to pick. And then she's like, I actually really like it. And made pottery stuff all around the house, right? Like, so that spontaneous idea of going for something that you've never gone before is not part of the pattern because it was, if it was part of the pattern, you just do what you've always done. Right. So that for me feels like that spontaneity, that ability to out of the blue, that spark that comes out of nowhere. That's divinity. That's God just being like, well, this is who I really am. I believe that we are, you know, a frequency that stems from God, all the frequencies, the the source of frequencies. And so because we can't never unbe ourselves, right? We could be human and the idea for me of being human is that you just forget your God self. And then the whole, whole experience is to remembering who you are as your God self. And then from that place of being both spirit and physical, like if you think about that for a second, think about how incredible that actually is. 
You are a hundred percent human. You are physical manifestation. You are real. And you are a hundred percent energy. You are a hundred percent consciousness. The consciousness that created you. And separate enough that you can have awareness of your own consciousness of who you are of where you came from it's like such a magical thing the other day yesterday i was watching tv and i was like really enjoying myself i was like wow this is cool i'm watching a show and i don't know why i was tripping out and i was like that show that i'm watching i'm experiencing for the first time and all those actors had their experience in creating the show and the writer and the directors they all have their experience of creating it. And there's millions of people around the world that are watching this show. There's millions of individualized consciousness that are watching this show. And it's the same consciousness that created the show. And it's the same consciousness inside the creators and the actors of the show. I was just like, it's all consciousness. And I was really tripping myself out in the best way. But I was having fun because it was, a, it was one of those times where I felt separate but not separate. I was like, oh, all these things, all these things are so cool. It is so cool that I can separate myself from these things so I can experience them as this individualized expression, as this individualized consciousness. I was like, so what am I feeling right now? (gasps) I feel fun. I feel curiosity. Um, Some parts of the show that I was watching, I was like, okay, that's silly, but it's funny. You know, I was like almost like critical of like the human who created the show. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. You're trying. Good job. That was that. And I was just literally playing with myself with the universe. with just talking and experiencing. And I was just having so much fun in the concept of understanding that as an individual person, I get to experience all of consciousness through my senses, which is really fun because... My God self, my higher self is all things at once (laughs) without the senses because the senses are for the humans, right? Anyways, so in this one class I was in, um, the teacher is talking about how God is pure inspiration and that everything else is memory, right? Everything else is data. Everything else essentially is a pattern within itself. Everything else is a fractal. So um, that the only thing that we are to, how we are to operate is from spontaneity. And I just thought that was like so um, break, groundbreaking for within myself, for my inner structures. It was just like, oh my God, yes. And then I was just like, everything that was built on this masculine perspective of structure and lists and habits had nowhere to go, so panicked. Because nothing wants to die, right? Your bad habits don't want to die, nor your good ones. Nothing wants to die. Everything wants to live. Every expression wants to be felt. Every thought wants to be actualized. So the ego, the, and the, 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 the parts about me were just like, oh, but huh, what are we going to do? Well, it, it's, it just works. When you show up online every day, it just works. And, and it started to go into the intellect, And the thing is that I had to massage the intellect with love. 
I feel like love ultimately is the one solution for all things anyways. But because the intellect wants to know information. But it's only when I can soothe, I can soothe my intellect by saying the truth about the nature of who I am, right? So like ultimately I have to speak to my own higher self. I have to bring to remembrance. I got to remember who I really am. So my intellect goes, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, got it. I forgot. I started to panic. You know how I am. You know, I think too much. You know, I panic for no reason. Thanks so much for reminding me that the intellect is also part of God. Like there is nothing that's a part of you that is not a part of God. The fact that we don't understand evil or bad or separateness or darkness, the fact that we don't understand those things does not not mean that those things are bad. Bad within itself is just a human judgment. And and it makes me wonder about sociopaths and psychopaths. Okay, I'm going to get a little weird on you, but whatever. Like, I'm just like, okay, so if internally they don't have the internal mechanisms to handle emotion and utilize emotions as their guiding system, how do, how are they guided, right? Because, you know, medical, you know, people tell us that sociopaths and psychopaths, they can't feel emotions and they can't process emotions and that's why they're cold-hearted and they kill. That stuff kind of fascinates me. I'm just like, but why wouldn't they have... Like, who would make this really unfair system? Would give some people some things and other people not, right? That's why, um, for me, um, <sighs> the only thing that really exists, it's, I don't believe, like, obviously in death, per se. Um, I believe in reincarnation. Because it really is the only system in my mind that makes sense for correcting past mistakes, and so the way that I feel is that if, um, this is, this is my reasoning, right? I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying this is how I connect to the truth for myself. This is how it makes sense to my intellect. So my intellect is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We trust you. We got it. Because your intellect is a part of you. It's a part of God. It is not necessarily separate. It is the part of us that allows us to have that separate experience. Why aren't we honoring that as well? Like, like I'm so sick sometimes, me, myself. In my own sickness, sick of myself. I get really sick about the demonizing of the human experience. If God in its infinite wisdom, the infinite knowledge source of all created human, it is for a really good reason. The fact that we haven't figured that out doesn't mean that it is not. The fact that we don't know what to do with bad or with evil, it's not, it's not God's fault, right? It's, not, it's the fact that it, that's the evolution, that's the evolution and the consciousness that we got to continue to work towards expanding. The tricky part is that you get to change that whether you realize it or not, conscious or unconscious, because we are part of this higher self, of this God self, of this perfect self. <clears throat> so no matter how many times we might forget who we really are, we might feel defeated and, and unaccomplished and unlovable. The reason we actually can succeed even in our lowest vibration is because who we really are is good. Who we really are is God. Like, how many stories do we need to hear about people who were almost destitute on the streets and had no hope? People who were sick. How many stories of healing and success do we need to hear One of the things is, yes, we do need to hear that a lot. 
But like, I, I think that I'm asking us to mature in spirit. I think that's the message here. The other day I said something and I feel like a lot of the things that I say, this might be just a projection or, or fear, but I feel like a lot of the things that I say are like triggering because I don't know. I feel like people could just be like, that's not true. <laughs> but I feel like what we're being asked is for just maturity our inner maturity. So I was saying something along this. I think I was podcasting on it along the lines of if I got to pay you $20,000 to motivate myself to actually do and create the changes and internal shifts inside myself to create the life that I want and therefore a world that I want to be a part of. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying. That is this what we're doing to each other? Jesse, I'll be right there. Okay, I'll be right there. My son's in the bath because his ass was stank. He was like, you know, little boy smell. His dad was like, mom, I think Jesse smells bad. <laughs> He's five years old. So it's kind of like he smells bad, but is adorable. Not like you smell bad, like get out of my house. <laughs> but I did draw a bath for him. I was like, you need to soak. Anyways, I feel like we're being asked to be more mature. Like, I totally get it. I totally get the skin in the game situation. It's, 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 we're forcing ourselves to do something. And it's interesting because um, there's so many people right now online that talk about that feminine flow. And there's like, oh my God, I paid half a million dollars to work with this coach. And it was the scariest thing I've ever did. But now I have seven billion dollars. <laughs> oh my God. Although that is wonderful and that is a consciousness expansion and that's really cool. I still feel like we're being called to be more mature. Can you create the internal changes in your life? Can you be just the real, raw, authentic embodiment of God? Can you be walking, talking expression of expansion? And that there isn't an amount of money or situation in the world that make you do that. That, that because of who you are and because you are in integrity to who you are, that you're going to do that. And that it doesn't require you to to propel yourself to put yourself in a weird financial like thing to make yourself do it can you be like within so much more integrity integrity without the force right and i don't care how you reach enlightenment right the point is that you're going for it i'm just speaking it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm speaking to you and this like triggers you in a negative way and you're just like, she's wrong. I expend a bunch of money and look where I'm now. Like then this conversation is not for you. And I so enjoy and adore. And I'm so proud of the way that you've manifested your wealth. I am just in a different place. Okay. And I'm calling you up to come meet me in this place um, called the God Academy, which is my program to help you actually solidify that um, connection with source, that, that true established um, presence, the, where, the, the forever presence, right? Like a, a presence that you cannot forget. You can't just be like, oh my God, I forgot to do my rituals. It's just so permeating. It's just so much who you are. God Academy is learning to tune into that frequency by going and doing the deep level work every single day. That's and you do it and it's really accessible it's really affordable so if you want to go in it's an easy yes 
but really it's about being called up to a higher level of thinking and a higher level of commitment beyond scaring ourselves out of money right beyond that like I was telling some of my clients like at some point you have to meditate because you want to connect with God and not because you want to make a million dollars in your business at some point you're going to have to get really intimate with yourself so you can have true intimacy with your partner and not because you don't feel good enough and you need a person outside of you to make you feel complete I was just having a conversation with my mom about how we wouldn't need the Ten Commandments. We wouldn't need laws. We wouldn't need any. We wouldn't need anything if we would operate under unconditional love. But we don't know what that is. No one, no one has shown us unconditional love. Maybe a few people has, but that, when it comes from the inside, is the guiding light. Is what's going to guide you to your success and your fulfillment. If you're feeling this, if you feel guided and inspired yourself. To be a part of this journey, I invite you to the God Academy. Send me a message on Instagram. And I'm excited. For some reason, I'm already so excited to have you in. All right, bye.